0: You're listening to Irish Radio Canada Home and Abroad and uh, it's always interesting to trip across uh, Irish people here in Canada who are, have settled, adapted and are involved in a variety of things. And I've come across Finn Higgins, Finn is from Inchcore um, in Dublin, Dublin 8, and a lovely part of Dublin. Uh, if you're in and around, head out to the Liberties and uh, the... Uh, uh, that whole area has come on a lot. You're getting out towards um, the jail, uh, Kilmainham jail, uh, and lots more. Finn uh, works in Toronto, but has relocated and is now living in Barrie, but has also got into the podcast uh, side of things and let his creative side find expression in podcasts. Uh, Finn, good to meet you, and thanks a million for taking the time
1: hey thanks very much for having me i really appreciate it thank you so you're you're here
0: in canada since 2005 and uh it's toronto based but you've recently during COVID, moved up to barry um but you've uh uh bent for the arts
1: yeah yeah it's uh well it's one of those things as, as i'm sure many people know it's hard to make a living in the arts so uh what I've kind of been doing is uh, working away at various jobs and then where I can find the time, uh, I've been playing in bands and I, I did sound for bands myself, mixing sound live uh, for about 10 years back in Dublin. Uh, I did sound in Wheelins and a few other uh, lesser-known venues and uh, it was really good and I liked it, but you couldn't really make a living at it. So as I say, I always had a nine-to-five as such or, or or part-time in both worlds and uh, the writing was always there, Uh, I I went to Liberties College, uh, and I studied script writing and broadcast media and things like that, and uh, they were really good there, and uh, it it wasn't pretentious or anything like that, Uh, just everybody was picking something they were interested in, be it radio or television, and they kind of specialized in that, so I chose script writing, and uh, I enjoyed, I I wrote a lot of good short scripts, well, I, I feel they were good, and uh, I got a couple made through working with other people in in a similar situation as myself, just trying to, trying trying to be seen or to be heard. So like I'd work with young producers and I I'd be a new scriptwriter per se and you know we did pretty well and we got a couple of things screened. Uh, I, I got a documentary screened at a festival and stuff like that and the student uh, media awards I was involved in as well back then. But uh, the, the writing was always there, the short stories and things like that. And uh, what I what I found from working with the short films is uh, you put a lot of work into it and you get a big crew behind you and everybody's doing their best. And then one or two people can just say yes or no. And uh, if, if somebody in RTE or whatever just doesn't like the look of it or whatever, that's it, it's done, which is fine. And, and, and that's the way the business is. But the great thing about the writing is uh, you write a short story and that's it, it's done, that's the package, you know? So uh, you don't have to worry about, oh, where am I going to get a location? Who am I going to hurt to do the camera? You know, and all those type of things. And then, as, as I said, at the end of that, it would just take one or two people to say, nah, it's not good, or, you know, and, and then that's the end of it. Where with the writing, it's great. You write a story, you're happy with it, it's there and it's always there. And uh, I, I think. It just dawned on me relatively recently that uh, I should start putting the stuff out there because some of the stories I have are going back like 20 odd years and some of them are like a couple of months old and I'm in the process of writing a couple at the moment. So uh, I just figured, you know, I'll get them out there. And I've not approached a publisher or anything, but I've begun to. But uh, over the years, I never did. But uh, Because the writing was just felt like something I did and I enjoyed it, you know, like a hobby. So I just did it. But now that I have, like, a collection of them, I just figured a podcast would be a great idea just to get the stories out there and uh, hopefully people enjoy them. Like, and it's, it's free of charge, of course, so, well, like, I'm not expecting, you know, to make money off people or whatever. So I record the stories and I put them out there and, you know, hopefully people enjoy them. And that, that's all you want. Well, it's all I want at the moment, you know.
0: Finn, you mentioned um, script writing. Yeah. I would imagine that there's a huge difference between focusing your mind to write a script for radio, for television or video, and then ultimately, effectively, a play is a form of script writing as well. Because they're three totally different media. Um, You know, you're relying 100% on voice for radio. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Whereas within video you know, your script is complementing or your your scenery is complementing the script.
1: Exactly. And yeah. likewise
0: in on a play, your set and the behavior and the actions of the other actors are complementing exactly. the script. Yeah. But you get down to radio, it's raw dependent upon the words. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's an excellent insight there. <laughs> because uh I, I did like working in a team because it's the same, like, I played in bands for years, uh, like, I'm a bass player as well, and, like, having a team is great because somebody will have an idea or an insight that you didn't think of, and it can often make things 100 times better. And um, Like, you, you, you can't have an ego when you're working in a band or you're with a production team or whatever, because at the end of the day, you want to have a good product or something you're proud of. So if somebody comes up with an idea that's better than yours, you'd be a fool not to take it on board, you know? So, uh, like, I, I miss that aspect. But also, with the actual writing, um, yeah, exactly right. Uh, the scripts are a lot more bare in that you're, you're not being as descriptive. Uh, and and uh, you don't need to be because you're just, all you say is location, outside school, you know, morning time. And, and that's all the description done, and you just have to work with the dialogue. And uh, I've been reading up a lot uh, of publisher, uh, book publisher websites recently, and they say they don't like uh stories that have been converted from a script, because uh, their their issue there is, getting back to that, that there's not a lot of description of what's going on, and it's just basically a load of dialogue, which, which you know, might be fine, but as you say, with no visuals, it, it's lacking. So uh, the, the good thing is, though, like I was always kind of writing bits and pieces here and there, and I, I kind of write to explain what's happening, which is, I'm sure, how other people work. So... And and that and might be a little too much in some cases, but uh, I, I definitely do enjoy and I'm aware that I have to put in a lot of descriptive uh, background, what's happening, uh, who said it, and why they might have said it, where they're coming from, kind of that thing. And, and even down to what the weather is like, uh, just to kind of paint the picture. But I, I enjoy that uh, uh, end of it. So uh, it, it's definitely a lot different, but I, I enjoy it. And as I say, I've been doing it probably longer than I was ever doing the script writing so it's great but uh when I'm recording the audio I've I, I used to rec- uh, do engineering for bands and do a lot of recording and uh recording somebody just talking I think is a lot more difficult <laughs> than uh, recording a full band because uh like with a full band everybody's playing a particular song you know how the song goes and if there's a beat off or a note off you hear it but uh when I'm recording myself, uh, and, and like I'm the artist per se in, in, in that scenario, uh, and the engineer, it, it's it's amazing how many times you skip over words or you mispronounce a word or uh, you lisp or, you know, spit or whatever. And uh, it, like I have a, a shield over my mic and all that kind of stuff because I'm used to recording. But uh, the editing is tough. And, and, and even if you try to do a drop-in edit where you make a mistake and you go back and try to edit something, if your voice is at a different pitch or you're not as excited or you're talking, which I talk fast anyway, as I'm sure a lot of the listeners do if they're from Ireland. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, dropping in is tough too because if you're dropping in a guitar and the amp is set the exact same way, it's easy enough. But if you're dropping in your own voice and it depends on your maybe even your mood or how excited you are, it's tough. Uh, Like uh, I I just uh, recorded episode three of uh, The Patriots, which is the six part series I have uh, coming at the moment weekly. And I I just finished recording episode three. And uh, there was a few little bits where you can kind of tell I was rushed, but it was an exciting part of the script anyway. So uh, or the story. So when I dropped it in, it did sound a bit more rushed than the speech on either side of it. But but I left it because it's a kind of exciting moment. But, uh yeah, there's a lot of that. And it's difficult, you know, because uh especially if you're jumping from one paragraph to another, sometimes you don't leave enough of a gap where you can jump in with an edit. So I've been, become mindful of that. Uh, so I'll, I'll say a few lines and I'll pause and say another couple of lines and then edit out all the pauses. So uh, and then you have to keep the flow going as well, uh, so it sounds it doesn't sound too mechanical as I'm sure you know oh, when okay. you're editing.
0: Yeah, I can relate 100. Yeah. percent It's amazing how a a segment yeah. uh, can sound nice and smooth, but the amount of time that has gone in to what might even be a 10 minute segment could often be 40 minutes to yeah. an hour. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. My
1: my things do be about a half hour long, and then I yeah. cut them down. To, there should be about 12 minutes, you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. Why? Was, when you talk in terms of storytelling, not all the rest of it, <clears throat> excuse me, what was going through my head on that was coming from inchcore you 're in a very rich part of historic part of dublin with, yes. where and I was talking to somebody recently, and they were talking about how uh, there used to be characters. I was talking to people from newfoundland
1: oh, yes. uh,
0: and and they were talking about how they used to be characters, and yes. that life has changed, and the the richness of characters isn 't as easily found or the number of characters aren't as easily yeah. found because of the way society has evolved over the last forty years or so, but I know in the liberties back in the sixties seventies eighties there were characters yeah and you read they 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 provided um a if I use as a a analogy they they, they provided you with 40 quotes because sure. it was the the 40 different stories was there from the one character,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you've got uh, the one I, I hear about is the, the guy uh, Bang Bang with the key, yeah. And uh, there's a little m- monument at the bottom of Meat Street, uh, up on steps, and on each step, it has a name of uh, each one of those people. Uh, I can't remember them all, it's been a long time, but uh, it's right at the bottom of Mead Street, as I recall. And uh, they did some new development there. So, you know, they tried to integrate some of the older uh, characters, as you say. So, uh, like, they're all listed there. I must have a look the next time I'm there, actually. Uh, but I know Bang Bang's there for sure. Uh, like, he jump on the bus with the key yeah. and pretend to shoot people. Yeah, that was before my time, but I still <laughs> I heard know. about it. I know, know. Yeah. But, yeah. But there was a re-
0: wealth. And what it was, yes. it was a wealth of material. For the creative mind, because of course, Maeve Binchy always yeah. said she got an awful lot of her stuff from just hearing the people
1: talking behind her on the bus. Oh yeah, it, it's it's like um, we're all the street traders as well as uh, like as like I was saying, uh, myself and the grandmother I used to go down there when she'd be looking after myself and my cousin or whatever, and uh, like she she'd know them all, and they'd have a back and forth going, and uh, she she was from Francis Street originally herself uh, her family. And, uh, like, we used to go, like, there, we'd go by the church and she'd drag us in to light a candle and all that kind of stuff, you know, because we didn't want to go, of course, to Yuffles. And and then uh, we'd go to the shop uh, that sold day-old bread because uh, it was cheaper, you know. <laughs> so, so like, there was all this kind of going on and every every area had its own little character. And uh, I forget the fellow's surname, but Charlie used to run the market there, the indoor market, just off uh, Mead Street to the side uh, I, I can't remember the street itself, but uh, he, he was well-known and he ran that market. And all the street, street trade, uh, indoor traders would know him. And, he, like, my mother knew him and she wasn't even from that area. You know, she was from Arles Cross. So uh, it, it definitely had that. And, uh, of course, they do their calls, you know, for their prices and what they were selling and all that. So it, it, was, a, it was very vibrant. And I, I think... When a lot of the apartment blocks and all that came in and they knocked down all the little areas and little pockets of neighborhoods, I think that's what happened, you know, uh, like it, it takes away from the character because, uh, like before the internet and before uh, all that kind of stuff, all, all you really had was the people in your vicinity and right. whatever you read in the newspaper. So I, I think that kind of bore, that kind of character and legendary people. And that's why we're missing it now, I think, because uh, Cork Street, for instance, used to be a great little street. And, uh, like, I'm not knocking it. People need somewhere to live. But uh, if you get down Cork Street now, it's big, tall uh, apartment blocks on either side. And there's just no personality. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, um, a spar or whatever, you know, every couple of hundred yards, and and that's like the local community hub where it would have been like a pub or a couple of shops or, you know, whatever. So Cork Street isn't somewhere I'd, I'd wander down now if I was in Dublin because there's, you know, there's nothing on it unless you mm-hmm. live there, you mm-hmm. know. And and mm-hmm. I think that's what's happening a lot, you know. Well, Finn,
0: we should kind of give people uh, the directions to where they can find you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're putting a podcast out. You're doing it once a week, is it?
1: Yeah, well, initially I was doing it once once a month because uh, I was trying to give myself time to write. For <laughs> but, uh, but what what I was doing was uh, getting some of the older ones I had and posting them, recording them and posting them to give me a chance while I'm working on something else because uh, I don't want to just throw something up there. It's, it's you know I'm not writing for a deadline. I've got my own deadline, so uh, I I figured I'd do X amounts. Uh, I, they call them seasons in a podcast land. So uh, what I did was I I posted three stories that are relatively old while I was finished doing the finishing touches on this story, the Patriots. So it was kind of this story that uh, pushed me to do the podcast. So what I did was uh, I was putting the finishing touches on that. And I said, well, if I'm going to have a podcast, I need to have a bit more than just the one story. So I put the the three up there and uh, they're from various stages over the last couple of years. And, uh if it's set anywhere, it's set in Dublin. Uh so most of the stories are set in Dublin, uh, because that's what I know. And uh so basically I was working on the Patriots and it got it got it was gonna be another short story, but it got bigger and bigger and bigger, so I figured I'd split it up into six parts to keep it the same size as the other stories. And uh then what happened was I, I thought I don't wanna leave it a month between each episode. So I, I turn from monthly to weekly for this particular one. And I'll probably do something similar next year, maybe. But because uh, I'm working on a story at the moment, which is probably going to be big. But The the Patriots is basically about uh, three Dublin council workers who decide to go to London to the National Art Gallery and steal some of the Irish artwork back for the Irish people, uh, which is based on a number of stories you heard. You probably heard yourself but, uh, like, I mean, I, I literally just took that little thread and worked the story out from it. And, and it's based in the sixties because, uh, I would have been a kid when I heard all those stories. So it would have been in the sixties in, in my mind and probably in reality if anything similar was happening. So, uh, I, I set up a, a website, finsfishtales.com, which is T-A-L-E-S, fishtales as in stories. So finsfishtails.com or uh, anywhere you get a podcast, Apple podcast or Spotify, you can just look up finsfishtails.com. And uh, all all the stories are there. It's free of charge, of course. Uh, I have no advertising or anything because it's self-funded. I'm just doing it myself. Uh, On on my about page, I have a little link where people can use the same service I use. And uh, if you click on it, you get a $20 uh, Amazon voucher. Uh, So I, I have that there, but like, they don't pay me mm-hmm. uh, so uh, yeah it, it's uh it, it's going really well and i'm getting a lot of positive feedback and uh, i have a facebook page and a twitter and all that kind of thing right. and, and i'm just reaching out to people and uh, it was only last week that i contacted all my friends on facebook and said hey i have this and it's actually gone since january but i, I wanted it to kind of get legs of its own before i start kind of hauling people in you know by the neck and saying hey you know, listen to me podcast. Right, right. <laughs> but but uh, I'm, I'm very happy with it. And this six part story, uh, The Patriots, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with. It. And as I say, it'll be weekly going into early May, uh, you been. know, before the last episode.
0: Fantastic. Well, Finn Higgins, it's been a pleasure meeting you. And thank you for taking the time. Thank and, you. Uh, very wishing much. you the best thank of success you. and uh, uh, keep in touch.
1: Oh, for sure. Thank you.